Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for listening to You Had Me at Black. This week, we'll hear a story from Juliet from New Jersey. She tells us about losing an election in high school and how the experience ultimately taught her how to play the game. Stay tuned to hear her story. I want you to breathe all this in. This is You Had Me at Black, the podcast where black millennials tell true life stories. My story is about learning how to play the game and then playing to win. So it's winter and it's after ice hockey practice. I go into the guidance counselor's office and I sit down and she looks at me and she has a Rhode Island accent and she's like, Miss Abodo, thanks so much for joining today. And I say, can't remember her name, which is strange because she was such a important character at this point. But she says to me, I'm so glad that you were able to make it because you need a lot of help. And I say, excuse me? I have really good grades. I'm in varsity. I'm on track to getting to a really good school. She said, well, you actually need to get into some more extracurricular activities. It's not just about good grades and it's not just about sports. You have to be a well-rounded student. She really kind of put the fear back into me that if I don't get into college, I'm going to have to go back to, you know, a place where I I don't want to go, a place where I don't have the freedom. My dream of becoming Denise Huxtable is going to be taken away from me. And so that day with, in her office, being slightly moist and sweating with her telling me this bad news, and now I have to think of a plan to get back on track was just really really stressful and then just going back I'm like getting stressed just thinking about it because I was like uh, it was just like the worst day and I went back to my dorm room I just like hopped on the computer and I started to look at all the clubs that I could join to get back on track and just to get my application to the Ivy League's So I actually was born in Nigeria and I am the oldest daughter. And so education was really important to me and my family. And I always knew that I wanted to go to college. I watched movies and television shows like The Cosbys and of course A Different World where the college experience is where you can be whoever you wanted to be or your true self. So while education was important to me, it was even more important to my parents. My father, since he came over here to study, he saw education as the key to everything. And so he wanted me to immediately be a medical doctor, and so did my mother. And then I'm also the oldest daughter, so I'm basically, in my culture, the caretaker. So I was responsible for anything and everything. So even if my brother did something wrong, it was my fault because why didn't I predict it? (laughs) I was born as a fortune teller too. It was just, it was just so (laughs) 
it was a lot of pressure. And so getting that pressure at home and then going to school and dealing with the kids wanting me to talk a different way and be a certain way. And so the first time I went to school, someone said, you talk, you talk like a white girl. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm African. I didn't didn't know what that meant. I was like, I'm very African. I don't, how can I be white? I couldn't get rid of my accent. Now I don't really have an accent because I actually had to work on getting rid of it and just so I could fit in. And then going home and my parents tell me, forget fitting in, you have to succeed. It was just a lot. And so that was the theme throughout my experience through primary school till eighth grade. That's what I wanted. I wanted freedom. I wanted to be my true self. I didn't want to be who the African booty scratcher, the white girl, or the eldest daughter, or future doctor. I wanted to be who I wanted to be. And even though at that point, I didn't know exactly who I was yet. And so I... Somehow I realized that I had an opportunity to escape. And the escape was going to boarding school. I know in American culture, going to boarding school is a punishment. But in Nigerian culture, a lot of kids go away to school. And so I elected to go away to school in Connecticut. And I just saw it as a fresh start and kind of going away to college sooner. So I just needed to keep my head down. I just had four years, I was gonna do my thing, and then I was gonna get to college and I was going to become Denise Huxtable. I loved a different role because education was important to them. And the smart girls had boyfriends. The smart girls were the popular girls. And so that's what I liked about it. And that's what I, I wanted for my life. And I said, finally, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And so I got into honors classes. I played my JV sports and then I eventually got into varsity sports and I did everything I was supposed to do. But during my sophomore year, my guidance counselor told me that I actually had to do extracurricular activities, not just the sports and not just the honors classes, if I wanted to get into the Ivy Leagues and I really did want to get into Ivy Leagues because I didn't want my parents to have any say in the school that I attended so I needed to make sure that my education was paid for. They had elections for the following fall semester for the leadership positions and so of course I I decided to run even though I was introverted and shy, when it came to getting to my goal of becoming Denise Huxtable, I would do anything. <laughs> it was, it was, there, there was nothing I wouldn't do. So I decided to join the elections or try to go out for any of those leadership positions. Some of the clubs were easier to get, like the treasury role or the secretary or the VP or something, but there were some clubs where I actually felt that I deserved these positions, even though I came into the clubs later in the semester. 
And one of the clubs was the environmental club because I was very big on the environment. So I really did want to win these elections. So when I didn't win the environmental association VP election, it really hit me hard. And so I went to the library and I was just really, really upset. And I was upset because I didn't win and I was even more upset because the person that won, I felt like really didn't deserve it. I was like, she's a smoker. How could she win? She doesn't care about the environment. And so my teacher, he overheard me talking to myself. <laughs> he's a smoker. <laughs> he said, is this girl possessed? So what's going on? He's like, what's going on, Juliet? said I didn't win the elections they gave it to a smoker I'm so upset and I was really really angry and he told me he said Juliet the reason why you didn't win is because it's not because they didn't like you it's not because you're not popular it's really because they didn't think you cared and you have to learn how to play the game people need to see that you care. People need to see that you're in the game. We know that you're attending school. We know that you you get good grades. We know that you're a player, you're on the field, but we don't feel like your heart is in the game. And if you need me to really show you and show you my heart and that my head is in the game and that my heart is in the game, I can do that. So I left the library and went home for the summer. And we came back in the fall and for the other clubs that I won the elections for, I, I did my duties, I did my role, I was very involved, I was very active. I did, I went above and beyond for each organization. I spoke out more in class. I didn't just do the work. I didn't just do my homework. I was more engaging with my classmates. I was more engaging with my teammates. And people saw the difference. And when spring term came around, I actually did enter even more elections. And then I entered, we have something called proctorship. It's like becoming an RA. And I ended up winning the elections and I ended up getting proctorship. And it's funny because I this time around, I, I wasn't as stressed out as I was the first time around because, and I didn't, and it wasn't like I was like, I deserve this. I wasn't as stressed out about it or as competitive or forceful about it. It, was, it felt more natural. And then when I finally got to college, it became, uh, I didn't become Denise Huxable. Well, yeah, I guess I did as freshman year. I actually went to Spelman and went natural. And it, I was able to really find myself there because people said, oh, don't you struggle because everyone is black? I was like, that's what's great about it. Because everyone is black, that means you have to really, really find what makes you different. Because you are different. What makes you special, you know? So that was a really good experience. So I chose this story because this story always comes to mind 
whenever I come up against any type of struggle or problem or situation, I guess is my personal hero story. So now, each time I change jobs or change careers or meet different people, I change the way I approach it. I learn the game and then I learn how to play it. Thanks for listening to You Had Me at Black. Be sure to check out this episode's description for musical credits. And if you like what you just heard, head to youhadmeatblack.com slash b-side to subscribe to our newsletter and unlock access to exclusive videos, behind-the-scenes interviews, and specially curated music. That's youhadmeatblack.com slash b-side. Peace.